welcome to Darkfire Tavern, where heroes meet, episode 19. I'm JF, better known as Darth Frog, and with me today are my two bros, Prabhu, aka Narakesari, and Dars, aka Jenzik. How are you guys? All good, pretty happy. What about you, Jen? Couldn't be better, guys. That's good to hear. Uh, so this episode, we'll touch on Master of Elements that we just had this weekend, and we'll also look at the latest update and the notes and all that. And at the very end, we will take a quick look at the state of Arena Castle. But first, Jen, you wanted to talk about Master of Elements. Yeah, um, it's it's now my new favorite event. Uh, I just love it. Um, I love the smaller leaderboards. Uh, I love the 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 ten levels. Thirty, what is it? Um, so thirty total. Yeah, energy a day. Um, and, and normally there's a few guys in D2 that have already finished campaign by the time the end of the month comes. So that gives us something to do. And it's, I, I love it. I, I think it's, it's my new favorite event. What about you, perhaps? No, definitely. I, I love those events as well. They're fun. They're light. Um, they still bring out the, uh, competitive side in me, I guess, because I still want to try to grab first place on those, at least second place. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a nice, I think it's a nice, light, fun touch on getting a bit of extra essence. And I think if we look at it that way, rather than it being, oh, we want, we want the catch up mechanism. I don't think it's going to be a big catch up mechanism in terms of essence, etc. but it's a fun way to get essence. Yeah. I think for me, the fact that we knew what we were getting like we weren't in the dark saying it's like, oh, we're going to have so much and might be a catch up uh, mechanic or whatever. And we knew that it wasn't going into it. So I didn't really care. I was just like, Ooh, I'll be able to get some extra water essence. And that's all I really cared about. And but I found that this time around, I was a little bit more competitive inner clan. Like even though I didn't have anybody in my in the clan in my leaderboards, uh, some of the boys started posting their scores. And then I was posting mine and it was like, oh, I want to be able to beat like Blarg had me uh, beat on a bunch of them. And I was like, I'm not letting this, this kid beat me. This 15 year old kid. And and that's, it. and that's it too. You know, um, I, I think that it, it gives us ability to, to get essences that we've, you know, that we've spent and it's a fun way. And it's also a fun way to, to bring the clan together and, and talk about things that they're doing and strats that they're using and, scores that they're getting i just it's it's really good um unfortunately i think the event really favors the strong and i think the top three guilds there assassins and, and lego and ourselves i think it really benefits us so i'm almost afraid that they might chop it up and not do it anymore why do you say that though because it's it's all experts right that go i think again it's it stems to i think they need a fourth tier in there to uh, really separate the end game players from the you know lower expert players but i think overall they're all experts or all advanced intermediate so we're kept in our own you know brackets if you will we are but it's still there's there's really only first and second maybe third and fourth are really the only things worth getting out of those so that's like five percent of the 50 people are, are really having value to that and i think the top clans 
are getting more value from that. And there's a 70% of the player work, you know, the players aren't getting any value from it. I was thinking about it the other day. If I was a clan leader, like let's say new beginnings, if I was that clan leader, I would almost tell my people spend your energy on campaigns and, and essences. Don't bother going in there because you're not going to win. And maybe not that you're not going to win, but, probably not going to get the value from the energy. No, but that's where I disagree, right? If you look at the numbers, I think it was DX or Yaz, or was it Jens, even who, who, who ran the numbers of the amount of essence that you get from your first run from the elemental dungeons versus doing the uh, Master of Elements. Mm-hmm. You get more from the Master of Elements, right? So even if you're just going through to just complete each level, one is that you'll complete the level You'll get the uh, event coins from there. You then hit the shop and you get whatever you get from there. So you're still getting uh, quite a bit of essence. You're getting more essence than you would get from just running the elemental dungeon itself. Hmm. Right. So I think there's still it's still profitable for players to do it, whether they're going to hit the leaderboards or not. In terms of the rewards, I mean, this is an issue that we've been debating in the clan for a while. And, even, and, and it's even on the main Discord, right, is that the reward system... It needs to be opened up a bit more. It's something that quite a few people on the main Discord have said, right? That the leaderboard rewards tend to favor the top five percent of players. Yeah. Right. And the thing is is that and, and that's and that's a five percent per tier, right? Or per bracket. But what about the rest of the players? You have thousands of other players beneath there, and maybe it should filter down a bit more. Right. So here uh when it comes on to the elements. I'll just go back to that for a second that I agree that they should run them even if they're not going to top and get any prizes from the leaderboard. Even like the extra little bit of gold that you get from the totalizer, a few extra cards, a few extra chests and uh, whatnot. So it's it's really worth it. And you just need to clear them all to get the event coins to be able to buy some stuff. So to me... I'm just going to stop you right there because you just re- reminded me of something. Safine was in the Totalizer this time, right? Yeah. And she's an absolutely great starter hero and tank for everybody. So that's another reason to what Dart is saying, right? The leaderboard, I mean, it's not just about the leaderboard, but that Totalizer makes perfect sense. You should be hitting all those things. Sorry, okay. Darth. No, but I, I also wanted to touch on your other point that you were talking, what's going on in the talks from a lot of people about the rewards and stuff like that. So I have been playing for a year and a half now. And since the events have started up again since September 2020, almost a year now, I have made the maybe not the top as you have, but I've placed quite well throughout the events. And I've gotten a lot of loot from those top loots. I'm still working on leveling up my rare heroes, right? Common heroes, of course, all over the place. Uh, Like I can double max them or whatnot. But the rare heroes, I'm quite far and to max them all out and nowhere near on epics. So it just goes to show that even at the very top, it's not. So I don't know why they're so scared to give rewards further down the line. Like anybody who always finishes like just near the top hundred, they're they're not getting anything out of these uh, event rewards. And there's still good players in a hundred. 
I mean, I, I think there's, I think there's even some D2 guys that are almost a hundred. So yeah, I mean, there's some solid numbers still that far, but I want to keep hitting on this. Um, why I like the elementals as, as well is each leaderboard is small and sometimes you get a celebrity in your, in your, uh, leaderboard. And it, it's so cool. I had Simba in, in one of my things and I was like, Oh my God, he's a top player. That's so cool. Now I got to actually pay attention to this. And, and it's neat to see that. And they probably do that when they see you guys in their leaderboard going, Oh my, I got Darth in my, in my leaderboard. That's so cool. So I really like that. And what I'd like to see though, the totalizer is just so bad. I would like to see a clan trophy road where, where it, you promote your clan doing that, not to the point where you're forcing them, but hey guys, let's get this. And every 500,000 points, you get something in your trophy road. And because it happens at the end of the month, I would like to see stuff that you've spent that month. Like we had two heroes in a spell, you know, let's give us some of those cards. Let's give us some essences that we spent. Let's give us some shards that we spent on upgrading gear give us some gold so that when we go into the next month, we're not completely depleted from the last month. And we have a little bit of change in our pockets and we're going into the next month excited, not broke. Yeah. So this, so this is the kind of thing, right? Where you're looking at leaderboards in the game, becoming not just event leaderboards, but you're looking at clan totalizers as such, right? And this is the thing where you want to have the synergy within clans, and it shouldn't, and it sh and it shouldn't be like, okay, fine, it's only going to be the top ten clans that get really good rewards, and then filters down, not as not not as well to the rest of them, right? It's more like, okay, you know what? Here's an extra clan ten chest, right? What all, but it's going to be with specific items in it, right? So as you mentioned, okay, these were the heroes that came this month, or the spells, or whatever else, right? So it's kind of like a tweaked chest that has rewards but it should be it should be based upon the participation right so if you have a clan with 50 people okay you're going it's summertime etc but you should have 45 people pushing it and even if they're pushing at 90 percent the clan should still be able to hit it right yeah. and if you have if you have 40 people you should be able to get 90 percent of that totalizer and still get a decent reward right and this is what i think would be would be really awesome is that bring clan totalizers in put in a quest for a clan on a friday right or a weekend friday saturday do this over here let's get some stuff done and here's a here's a reward over here right you can actually change the way that the events are done and i mean this is one thing that i've been thinking for a while is that sorry Doc. we are going way <laughs> off course here guys like well, we're talking it's... about we, we wanted we wanted to talk about the uh the masters of element and see how we liked it. And yes, there are some ideas to make other things better, but that's that's for another time that we can discuss that for now. We just did it. This is now is the time. No, because then we don't have time for anything else unless you guys want a two hour long show. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you going to chop all that gold? No, I'm not. I can feel it. All right. Continue <laughs> on then. I like the fact that we had celebrities in our leaderboards. That was good. I, I like that. Right. I do like the 50 person leaderboard. And I agree that maybe all 50 people should receive something, even if it's yeah. a wooden chest. I mean, it's a few common cards. Who cares? Just give them. Yeah. 
so I do agree that it should go all the way down regardless well, of the what I the, think they stop at 10, right? The even the six to 10 is just terrible rewards, but that's 40 people getting nothing. Yeah, but that's, it's it's extra. It's extra loot for nothing, right? It's know, you're not actually. really doing much. But anyways, but top, I, I agree. I agree. The top but, players get a ton. Like I was getting epic cards like I got. I got some Jen is stuff. doubling down on this one, guys. <laughs> uh, for those for those who can't see us, he is flexing. Eat your vitamins, brother. All right. Do, do you have any more about the, the the masters of elements themselves? Not the rewards, not uh, the totalizer and all that and kind of stuff. We know you don't like them. We know no. you don't like them. Anything else about the actual event itself? No, so I'll, I'll jump in while uh, Jen uh, recovers from his flexing. He's hacking over in the corner over there now. Um, yeah, so I mean, one of the things, like, for example, Earth Essence. I I bought all of the pure uh, and primal Earth Essence that was in the store because I used the event as opportunity to try out Revna, right? I tried it out before, but I never leveled the skills fully. And I was like, you know what, let me have some fun with it, try it out. And um, yeah, it is perfect, right? I spent a lot more Essence than I intended to. Uh, leveling up the skills, but yeah, but the store was a good excuse for me to do so, right? Because I knew I wasn't going to aim the hit as hard as I could yeah. make something better. And I really like the three hero. Uh, yeah. I don't like the five spells, though. I love the three spells. I think it would be even cool to go with just two spells because then you really have to choose what are the two things you really want to be able to do. So three heroes, two spells would really minimize and really make you think outside the box on how you want I'm to uh, proceed. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't like two. I think two is too much. Two but if we're going to talk about two, two, two is too little. No, but that's the thing. You, like you take the three heroes. I think the three heroes is very little because sometimes you want to have a hero that just does something kind of like, uh, say, uh, Rihanna, who you know has a very specific role, but you want her, but you're not going to remove a DPS because it just doesn't fit. So having just a three really makes you think of how are you going to attack. Yeah. But this is the thing is that we have such a strong roster because we expert players that if we had to restrict it to three players and two spells, it might actually be a bit too hard for the intermediate players, right? They need to have the flexibility because they'll be using their spells a lot more than we would be doing an expert. Yeah, but what's the third spell really giving you? Oh, I guess it just gives you a different option. Sure. Okay, I yeah. get it. I don't know. Give me my two spells. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna end it there for Masters of Element, and we're gonna move on to the latest update. So for the latest update for August 2021, there's quite a few different things. So I'm gonna start with we're getting remix. So no new heroes. So yay, we like that. Oh yeah, definitely. Finally, can catch up on some of them. Yeah, exactly. So I really like that. I think that's good for everybody that we're not getting a new hero or a new spell or new gear. It's just uh, repeats. So there are three different uh, events that are being repeated. Yep. Uh, let's yep. see. I'm like looking for so these. Okay, Treasure the, of Darbad. What's yep. that? That's, yeah, Treasure of Darbad, right? That's the first one, Mingzu and Isepi. Right. So they already remixed that one. So I think it's really because they wanted to get a Seppi out there again, maybe. 
because he's been used. Yeah, quite I think a bit. so. I mean, yeah, because we had disc, right? And disc has has changed Castle Meta so much, right? That and he had quite a lot of new players that didn't get a chance to grab him. So this is quite opportune. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it not only with Castle Arena, but even in like levels or waves or you know main event challenges. I think Asepi can do really well in those now, especially with disc. So I think that they want they want everybody on the same footing, maybe. Also Mingzu, right? Mingzu is such an immense hero, especially for, especially for deeper dungeons, right? You can't replace Mingzu in, in your deeper dungeon team. I, I'd still say that this is about Asepi, and Mingzu just happens to be the second hero in there, which is good. <laughs> Consolation prize. Uh, Moonlight Monsters. Which ones was that? That was Ermi and Zasha. Right. So that's fine. Caravan of Souls. That was uh, Vani and Vidoma. Yeah. So that's good, I guess. Vidoma's pretty good. But so any of new players that haven't had a chance to get her will be able to uh, to have a nice magic damage dealer. So that's good. Yeah, but also with Vani now, because that will tie into the patch now, right? Right. Vani's had that buff in there right. as well. So All right. Well, move us, move us, move us into the uh, hero balancing. So remix is good. Three weekends without a new hero, so that's good. Yeah. So hero balancing, Vani's uh, been buffed, so heal times dropped by a couple of seconds, the charge time. But and with that, the heal amount has dropped. But not as much, so therefore you have a slight buff in her in his healing per second, right? So it's pretty good, and I mean, Vani will end up having a stronger heal per second than all at the end game. Yeah. But um, yeah, so and and with the uh, with the protect uh, buff as well, will be quite interesting. I have him at twenty five, and and he puts out some pretty high numbers. His his heals are his single target heals are pretty good. But is he worth it? Is he worth playing as a hero? Like, have you tried him since the buff? I'm I'm going to try him in deeper dungeons, uh, dark, but really hard to beat Cat. I mean, Cat's just so good in that. But this is where I'm actually thinking. Where he's actually going to be a lot more useful is in levels, right? Because if if you notice on the master of elements, you had quite a lot like this lizards, right? They had the freeze, they had the stuns, so he's a perfect healer to bring in. Because yeah. you can actually pop off that heal on your team just as you initiate that fight that tops off your tank in your team but gives you that immunity to the freeze or the stun that that big lizard throws out on you, right? Yeah. So uh, the second situation is perfect. Campaign and boss. I think I think it'll be good on boss too. I, so I wish that I had used him more in boss. But At level 25, what's the duration of the immunity? Because he does make them immune for a short period of time, does he not? I don't think it yes, changes. Yes, All yeah. right, Jen. So, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So what's the duration? 3.1. 3.1 second? Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's, uh, especially since you can throw it on if you're, say, your tank is hurting and you know those eyeballs are uh, coming up, yeah. then you throw it on just beforehand, and three seconds is a good... Uh, a gate close. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, even if you think about it, right? You have the so levels. Lorenzo's in your team. You get those eyeballs that throw the debuff to weaken on you or that freeze or whatever. 
you can actually use that to hit him because then he gains an increase in his damage. Purify that off straight away so he doesn't have to weaken debuff anymore. And off he goes, right? And it's extra damage for your levels there. So there's a lot of synergies that can be taken into account using Vani and certain heroes. Well, there's one hero that would really benefit from that, and that's Anch. Because Anch yeah. has the uh, his second ability is he gets more protection and defense, and I think it triggers ten times or something like that. That it can so that's seven hundred and fifty defense and protect. Yeah, so that's a that's a ton, right? Uh, every time that Vani would throw his heels out, he would get that buff. So I don't know. There's is there something really there? Like though, I've been using Hiroshi um, here and there, and he's only like level thirteen for me, and. I can see why Jad loves him. He's oh. fantastic. So I don't know if Vani's good enough to replace even a guy like him. No, I yeah, Hiroshi's where it's at. But I think I think Vani does have some niche areas that um, you know, I, I think he'll benefit your team. Yeah. Okay. So that was the only so, hero that was buffed. Did you have anything else to say about Vani? No, I was actually going to do my segue. My famous segue is into from Vani, which purifies the skill. Purify the spell, you know? I was yeah. like, come on, guys. Word of three. Yay. All right. I'm not laughing at that one. No. You're good, though. You're good. Nice try, buddy. <laughs> so we go to uh, spell balancing. So now this is a huge one. So I'm going to go through uh, all four of them quickly, and then you guys can pick whichever one you want to talk about. Maybe we'll leave one for the end. Anyways, so Meteor is going uh, down from 7 to 5. Uh, a little extra damage, but the stun duration is increasing less. Then you have Myconid, whose initial stun starts from... It goes from 3 seconds to 2 seconds. Purify goes cost from 4 to 3. And War Golem gets a big buff and is going to be stronger both power-wise and health-wise. So let's start with Meteor. What do you guys think of that big 7 to 5? Meteor I've always loved, but I I used it a bit in campaign, but it was more because I forced myself to use it, right? Just because I wanted to use it. And it's a fun spell. It is, it's definitely a fun spell. And the thing is, is that especially when you know that you're coming up to a stage where you have a summoner and there's other guys and summoner does a fear, etc. I mean, the trick of mine was use Whirlwind uh, while... As soon as the whirlwind ends, so all of them are grouped together, drop uh, Meteor on them. And this was before Myconid came out now, right? So you actually have the three abilities to chain them, right? You use whirlwind, you drop Myconid on them. As that wears off, you then use Meteor, right? So now you're getting a lot of CC and stun on them, so you can actually burst down that summoner or that main DPS that's going to jump and kill your backline. Right, because you have some of those enemies as well. With I think they wear red and they have a big golden axe or whatever it is, right? And they jump around and they really can wreck your team. But now you can actually CC them and you can actually, without losing out too much of DPS. So there's a really fun ways that you can play the game in there. So yeah, Meteor is one that I've definitely really stoked about. Yeah, and I, I'm, I've been using Meteor a lot too for deeper dungeons with the uh, green ghosts, magic damage. And uh, for five for five mana, yeah, I just love it. I, I got mine at I think fourteen, level fourteen, so it does 
it does some pretty good stuff. I, I don't know why. It's an epic spell. I mean, I don't know why they they reduce the stun on it. But uh, one thing I'd like to say about spells, even before we get started, I really like the idea if the developers would make the spells more effective versus PVE. Like I get maybe it having more issues with versus humans, but you know, when I'm fighting a boss and I set up my bone curse and those skeletons are doing one damage, like it's such a cool spell. It's such an awesome ability. And the skeletons are doing one damage versus a boss. Like it's just not worth it. It's forcing us to use spells that buff our teams. We're not bringing damage spells to the game. We're just buffing our teams, which I don't like. That's not the point of spells. I'm, you mentioned Bunker, so I'm just going to do a quick aside. So it was last event. There was, um, you know, those kind of like little flying guys. I forget what they call them. They're little yellow guys. And they come yeah. in this big groups, almost like diamond shape to start. Oh, yeah. And they come in. Do you know that? Uh, I don't know if it's a bug, <laughs> which I would imagine it's a bug. But maybe because they're flying. Bunkers does nothing on them. Because I was like, oh, there's so many of them. And because there's only, I think I was trying to use it during the, um, I think it was when it was just the duo, right? And I was like, yeah. oh, if I kill a whole slew of them, because I think there was a section where there was like three different uh, sections in a row with this big group, three big groups. And I was like, if I kill one, the skeletons will turn around and then help me clean up the second group. And then I can do the, the third group afterwards. And so I, Bone curse, perfect bone curse around. And then I killed them all. I got no skeletons. And then I was like, wait a second. Did, did I do it wrong? Did I put the wrong spell down? Like, what? what's going on? Like, I thought I had done it right. And then I did it again. And it was just nothing. So it's either a bug or it's because they're not walking. So they can't have skeletons. Who knows? They're spirits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but for Meteor, I, I've i liked that spell. Even at 7, I tried it a few times. It was too much. I wish they would have just done uh, the stun start was, say, maybe minus a second. So that and leave it at the point two. And then that way it takes 10 levels to get back up to what it would have been. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like to, to catch that back up. So instead of doing the point one. You're not, you know, um, you're not rewarding your players for having it at a higher, much higher level, right? I think the point two would have been um, would have been good because I don't know, stuns fun. Yeah, yeah. and no one's so, going to be bringing that into PvP. So I mean, it's just going to be a PVE spell. So just no, see, see what you should have done and said. Oh, speaking of stun, let's move on to Mykonid. Oh my lord. No, you don't want to be the Segway man. I knew that was bad. <laughs> you thought that was bad too. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's move. Let's move to Mike. Yeah, There's just me getting revenge. Okay. Um, let's, which is another cool spell. I'll start off with Mike again. You know, in the patch notes, it says that it's you know they want to make it less dominant in arena, and I, you're gonna have spells like Sludge that you're only gonna use in arena. So why? Why nerf it? I don't, I don't understand it. Is it because the community is is crying that much? It's a spell. That's what we use it for. I don't I don't understand why nerf it. I don't mind the two seconds instead of three seconds for a three. 
I mean, it is a dude, right? It's a summon, and he stuns. So it's like it does two things for three. I think that's huge, right? So I'm okay with the two seconds, but there is something people don't realize. It's that the stun starts at two seconds now. It does increase. So many people think that it doesn't increase because it it's not on before. the middle. What's that? It increased before. Right, but a lot of people didn't know that, so they left it at level one. I'm just educating the public. A lot of people eat crayons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, well, Michael, I'm 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 happy with the change. I still think that it's going to be one of the more dominant and used spells in PvP. It simply found found its place in there. It uh, it fills its niche extremely well. And um, yeah, I don't think that we'll see that changing anytime soon. No, and I, you know what? I didn't see any difference. I've been using them still, and it's fine. Yeah. Now, Big Golem. I'm really happy about the change. Yeah. I've used Big Golem a lot in campaign. I've used him to tank enemies come from the back, tank enemies come from the side. When yeah, split enemies coming down the uh, coming down the front, I've used him over there as well. So this change of yeah just means that he's going to last a lot longer. He takes a lot of pressure off your DPS as well when they're in danger. So, and I think he has a taunt as well. So if you, I'm not sure about it, but I have seen it before. I haven't used him for a while now. But if I do remember correctly, if I had enemies coming in from the side and they were attacking, say, Mala or Paul or Fina or whatever, I'll drop my golem there and he will take aggro away from them. It could just be because when he when he lands, he did that damage, and that pulled it off. I have no idea. But yeah, yeah, no, I use it for the same application, and and I mean, I don't even think they needed to change the damage that he did. I I just like the idea of him getting more health. I mean, I'm not I'm not summoning him there to kill ads. I'm summoning him there to save my guys, and I don't have protect or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I use it in campaigns as well. It's 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 very good. I haven't been. The only place I really used them was with the in Castle before Mike and it came up. When I used to have them tank. That might be the, the reason top. why you haven't finished all the campaigns yet, right? Yeah. That's right. Get good, Scrub. Wow. <laughs> Finish Yield the campaign. Yell the love. These two giants over here in front of me are uh, have completed the campaign and they're flexing on me. That's awesome. All right, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll I'll purify from this conversation and move on to the next spell. Oh Lord, you didn't like that one either. Okay, see, <laughs> perhaps <laughs> perhaps is rubbing off on me. Oh jeez, I'm laughing because it is so bad. It's even worse than mine. <laughs> purify, reduce the cost from four to three. Yeah, what do you guys that's think? Good. Super good. Super good. Is it too good? It's usable. It's very usable now. Um, yeah. You know, somebody freezes you, boom! You're you're getting a win there with your mana. Um, I would never purify mushroom guy, but definitely you're purifying spells that cost more than purify. I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. No, I always thought that purify should have been three to begin with, because you want to be able to remove like if a freeze. And you're purifying, you're, you're winning, right? It's it's yeah. a counter spell, 
I, I've said this before. It's like you should be going up on mana when you do those things. So, I mean, freeze. Unfortunately, it doesn't uh, do tornado. How many times have I purified oh, yeah. just as the neuro tornado comes down? And it's like, yeah, that's that was a wasted spell. So it's not as easy to use as you think uh, for those who haven't used it a lot. Maybe I'm the one who doesn't really know how to use it, but. I don't know. No, I, I've purified Tornado as well. I, I, I like the idea of purifying, punishing your opponent. You know, he tries to freeze you and boom, you're ahead with a purify. I, I think that is the way the spell should work. Yeah, especially when you're running against teams that use Makash or things like that. Or even in campaign, right? When you have those um, guys that fear or you have those lizards that freeze, right? There's so many different places to use it, but you don't feel that you're getting hurt by spending that money on 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 that purify now i think the change was more than welcome i mean yeah it's, it's an awesome change i was really happy with small changes yeah i think so too it's really worth uh bringing into campaign there are some campaigns where sometimes they stun lock your guy right and it's so frustrating when it's your dps and it's like you can't do anything about it so being able to have purify and now uh vani well those white ghosts they target 90 percent of the time they target your hero healer so it's super annoying. Yeah, and they just stun locked them, right? So I think it's a good change. I think it's a you know kind of where it should have been at first. So that's it for the spells. I think overall, I'm quite happy with all the changes they've made. Um, yeah, you know. and, I th- I, and, and I think it, it kind of lines up with what SK said a few episodes back, right? They'd rather come in and see how it, how it affects the field of play, and then they can make a change, right? They don't want to change it up and to as a balance change and increase the cost to do anything like that because then it's gonna it's gonna feel like a penalty, right? Yeah. But, but that's the way fine. That some now, some spells and some heroes need to be nerfed, right? Uh, yeah, example, Dare, yeah. right? Like we are asking to uh, to nerf her, and instead she's a uh, <laughs> pay to pay to own, pay to own. Anyways, that's that's a completely different. Uh, episode yeah exactly that's when we uh we have a bunch of gripes and we just uh come in like old men yeah salt tears and grapes salty tears nice all right so the next is features there's quite a few of them i'll just run down and you guys can pick out whichever one you you think are important to kind of go on so campaign progress meter uh on the campaign button showing the levels same with the trophy road think those are nice changes nothing spectacular uh first four expeditions run faster only for new players again great for new players uh extra energy stones added to rewards at the start of the game new players good for them increase number of rare cards in bronze silver and gold chests for players below level 10 so it looks like they did a lot for newer players you guys want to touch on that before i go to the next big one um, I'm not a big fan of the, the campaign and uh, trophy road meters. Uh, I click on them and I can see where I'm at. I don't need to quick glance it. I don't know. To me, it's going to be sitting there looking at me for a month. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but I think that's that's the difference is that because you you know where you are because you've because you finished campaigns, we're almost done with them, right? If you're looking at it from, from a newer player perspective, I think it's more it's more around the player experience, right? You come in, you're getting more rewards earlier. You, it's more of a catch up 
mechanisms for newer players to get into the game, right? You want the process to be nice and easy, you want it to be seamless, and you want things to be to be visible. And I think these are the things that it's more if you if you look at those as all changes for for uh newer. New, yeah, newer players. So I think I think it is good. But even yeah. think about this. So if I go on the front page of um of the app, right? So I have campaign, arena, then the event, information, expedition quests, elemental dungeon. So that's my my main page. I don't have my arena uh, trophy count, right? So if I'm somebody who doesn't go 4K in the first two or three days, I might want to know, right, roughly where I'm at. So with this little meter, now I know that my next goal is 1,000. Right. It doesn't tell me exactly what I'm at, but I know that I'm getting close to 1000. So as the season winds down, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm I'm still not at 3K. I'm just like pretty uh, close to 3K. I should at least try to get that stuff like that. So I think it's a good uh, it's a good change. I don't really like it on campaign, but it just makes the the look of the two side by side match. So I think it's fine. Yeah, there's a nice symmetry there. Uh, there was another thing, which I think is just for new players, is that no longer applying the elemental level boost. And I think there was confusion with, no. oh, my God, so-and-so has a level 21 hero and mine are only 15. And it's like, no, actually, that's the same. They just have the elemental boost. So removing that and just showing the actual player, like hero level, I think that's really good. Yeah, same, yeah. It's more around, right? How can we make it as seamless as possible and yeah we, we want it to be a fair game right so i think those are really cool changes so the last thing and i'm gonna let jen talk about this one because oh, no. i know that as the as a d2 guy he's gonna love this so a new type of clan leaderboard with contribution with a contribution cap per clan member will be introduced at first in a limited capacity uh, the tiebreaker will be the clan that reaches the max score first. Now, the design note says these leaderboards are meant as a way to encourage overall clan engagement over a few heavy hitters. This type of leaderboard will also naturally limit the amount of grind needed in some clan competitions. Jen, your thoughts on this one? I think it's silly. Um, I think that if you have a clan, um, wasn't it Formosa or somebody that uh, Shadow Fiend had like a thousand wins yeah. in the last Abash. If you have a player like that, cherish them and let them let them carry your guild. I think if someone is going to put in that much work, they should be rewarded, and your clan should be rewarded. Uh, I, I I don't I don't think there should be a, a lock on it. I, I think if if someone's going to he's a celebrity now. You know, Shadow Fiends is a celebrity. I mean, people know, just like Lex was. You know, Lex was always putting in crazy numbers. And I think if clans have people like that, that are spending 20K gems on Gold Rush Day, or if they're doing this or they're doing that, I think those people should be noticed. I think they should be able to carry their clans and get them a higher rank than maybe they couldn't. Imagine if you could only get 200 wins, your clan might be... 20th on the leaderboard but then you got a guy like that that's doing a thousand and boom now you're now you're up against d2 and i think that's a i think that's a big deal if you have someone like that and they shouldn't be punished is that to avoid burnout though well if he burns out he burns out (laughs) 
which is fine, <laughs> which is fine. We've had guys burn out too. Um, you know, look at Lex, you know, last couple uh, um, arena bashes, Lex have only done a couple hundred, you know, I, I think their clan, they do whatever they want. And uh, I think if they have somebody out there that's flexing that hard, let them like that's, those are crazy numbers and they should be rewarded and, and acknowledged. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that it's all about, all about, players finding that happy medium, right? But it, on the other hand, it's right. Those are like, so you're talking about Bash and Goldbuss. Those are a lot of the smaller events. But at the same time, if you're looking at Clan Boss, for example, right? I think there's sometime last year where I had more than the fourth place clan, yeah. right? On, in Boss, right? And I think it's sometimes where a player can find an edge in, a, in an event that pushes things beyond what should be possible. And it ends up messing up the leaderboard so much that those things should be avoided, right? You, we, we know we had the same we had the same issue with Kuya, right? Kuya used to come in and he would be doing more than two, three other clans combined, right, at some point. And initially, I mean, we looked at it and we were like, who is this guy? Right. And I mean, this is the kind of issues that you want to avoid in there. And I think that I, I think that it depends how it's going to be implemented. Right. What type of events will it be implemented for? And yeah, but, I, but at the same time, I also agree. If you have if you have guys like uh, Shadowfin pushing up those amazing numbers for something like Bash, then yeah, he should be celebrated because he's doing an amazing job in there. But if it is something like Clan Boss or something like that, then I think it should be capped because it just affects the gameplay so much. But again, we talked about this as well. First hit gets the win. I mean, first boss, of course. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's right? a scary, this is, this, scary thing. Yeah, this is, this is the other thing that uh, that uh, that we were discussing. Where I think maybe there can be a cap on player contributions, but not on the clan total. Right, so then that way you don't have a first pass to pass system because that's just a silly way to implement it. Because you could have okay, so D two can say okay, you know what they're going to have this new leaderboard for X events. So everybody, events starts at seven o'clock. By eight o'clock, we want everybody to have done their used up their tickets and to have done this over here, right? And you're like, yeah, but it, there's no reason for us to play for the rest of the day, right? Because because we hit the cap. We're the first ones to hit the cap. What's the point of us playing for the rest of the day? At the same time, what's the point for all the other clans to compete when there's no reason for them to compete? who's already got first place, right? A hundred percent. Like that is just crazy. Imagine seeing D2 already has first place. They've already topped out their score. That's it. It makes it makes nobody play. But you know, we just did what was it? The last clan leaderboard. The totals changed right up until the last five minutes. The the clan placings were, you know, different. And Assassins went ahead and then Spawns went ahead and then Lego went ahead. They were fighting right until the last 30 minutes of that event. That's exciting stuff. Okay, but so if, yeah. here's, uh, here's, here's just a devil's advocate uh, thing here. That I would imagine that hopefully they've put that cap so high that it's just those extreme... Uh, those extreme numbers, right? So let's take waves, for instance. The last one we had, how many people passed 250? Because it looked like that was the kind of the 
the 300 is was the 250 this time so i think i finished 18th or something like that at 233 so only so many were able to pass 250 so if your cap is 250 what they're saying is that they don't want to have uh you know two or three guys that are getting 280 you know carrying your your team where other teams can only have guys that can get to 220 so i i i get the fact that it's like if you can do it why don't you do it but if you have a cap then it it allows you not to it just means that more of your guys need to put up numbers right yeah so and this is this is the thing right i think Where that's what actually, they want because you're actually focusing on clan participation yeah. rather than a few big hitters because i mean this is the thing right if we look at the first event back in september when everything everything kicked off again there was what a difference of 12 levels yeah. So this is waves, right? There's a difference of 12 waves between first and second place. D2 took first place from LEGO by 12 waves, right? And this is, I mean, you can have a level 5 player come in. Well, I think events you can only come in from level 8. You can have a level 8 player come in, and a level 8 player would have been able to hit those 12 waves. That was how close it was between the two clans, yeah. right? But and I don't ever want to go back to <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that we're going to go back to that. But this is the thing: is that this is how close the, the game is, right? Or how close it was then. And this could be actually bringing this level of competition back to a lot of the mid-tier clans, right? I think at the at the top, there's it's always going to be that give and take over there between the top three clans at the moment, four clans in there, and then you have russian bears and from there right the rest of the top 10 in there and that's going to mix up that leaderboard so much more over there but below that there's going to be some big changes in there right because you could have one player carrying the whole clan in that case right yeah i i think that's scary stuff um but, but you know what i look we're we've talked about this in the clan we're a clan that is going for a pretty massive dominance in main events, right? Uh, Diablo 2 has been number one in all clan leaderboards since September, since they started again, right? We haven't lost a single one, haven't even gone, come in second place. Is that really something that the developers want to see? Have one clan win everything, right? It isn't. As a developer, I would be like, come on, other clans, get there. So at some point, you're like, why is it this way? And why is it continuing to be this way? So maybe we need to make some adjustments so that it's not this way. I'm not saying that we're the reason why they did it, but I'm saying that maybe they don't like the fact that it's always Diablo 2, Assassins, Diablo 2, Assassins, Diablo 2, Assassins. They want more clans to be involved in there. Do you know what I mean? Well, this is the thing, is that yesterday, the outage that they had with the Apple guys, it wasn't really an outage. It was just a tool that they were testing to disable all the D2 accounts. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there's not much more in this uh, in this update. There was just some bug fixes, uh, the map cycle that they talked about, and... Uh, they say approved game stability and performance on some devices. So if you're still having lag, they didn't fix your device. No, I'm not letting you talk, Jen. We're moving on to the next uh, to the next segment. Actually, we might even skip that next segment. We are getting pretty long in the tooth right now. But I know you wanted to 
mentioned something. So we're going to move to last call, and I'm just going to give you the floor. So go ahead. So we had uh, we had one of the originals, not so much originals, but you know, definitely a clan leader, um, very popular celebrity in our community. Uh, leave the clan, uh, leave the the game the other day, uh, Mister Snur from Assassins, and you know, it's sad to see stuff like that. Um, we've seen a lot of original players, longtime players that we've talked with in Discord, that we've um, had in our Discord, people that we've chatted with. Um, people that have, you know, taken the lead in the game and, you know, another one bites the dust here. And, you know, it's it's just sad to see. And, and you know, I, I hope that he definitely stops back and and sees some of the changes maybe in six months and, and you know, comes back into our Discord at least and says how he's doing. But, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big, pretty big deal that, uh, you know, we're losing a, another solid member in the community. Yeah, no, I mean, he was... He was a great guy. We've all had lots of fun chatting with him and great, great uh, sense of humor. And uh, yeah, he's, he's done a few fun things in the game as well with Castle and other stuff. And yeah, I mean, overall, he's been such a great person, right? And I think that's the hard part is when you have a small or a growing community like this to lose one of the leaders and such a great person, that makes it a lot harder. Yeah. And I mean, it's totally great too. You know, we'd be playing in Bash or we'd be playing something and I'd face him a few times and he'd hop into our Discord and we'd joke about it. And, you know, no malicious, no tears, no, oh, you did this or you did that. Just a great guy uh, enjoying the game and enjoying the sportsmanship of it. And, and yeah, it's it's going to be sad to see him go. Yeah. And for me, when he was really good is when I was in doing race. And I would pop over to Castle every once in a while and I would run into him and he would absolutely humiliate me. So thanks for that, Mr. Snur. And good luck on whatever you are going to do next. So with that, we're going to call it a show. And on behalf of Jen, Prabhu, and myself, have fun storming the castle. Bye.